0: talking about the the attitude of our heart which is really what this is all about is the attitude of our heart being a vessel that's fit for his glory and honor and letting him letting him have whatever he wants everything lord none of me all of you father god is really an attitude of the heart and that's where we need to remain people that's where we need to remain You must train yourself. As you train yourself, it becomes less and less hard. At first, it's hard. The flesh does not die easily, but as you train yourself, it becomes less and less difficult. And so back to the example. A, a demon is cast out, but you don't keep your temple clean. The Bible says it comes back seven times stronger. And then people go, "Wow, that's worse. I'm worse off than I was before. You prayed for me." And I got worse, not better. (laughs) It's your fault. What'd you do? Keep yourself clean. The Bible says in Luke 10, 19, he said, Jesus said that I've given you all authority. All authority over all the power of the enemy. Nothing shall by any means hurt you, right? If he's given us all authority and we cast out a demon but then that individual goes on and thinks they've just got it done they're good they don't have to do a thing because somebody else just went out of my sake out of in jesus's name and they didn't change their lifestyle the end is worse than the beginning because sometimes that devil card tries to come back and sometimes he comes back seven times stronger And sometimes because you're living in an undisciplined life, you don't even know what's going on. And you just sit there and you let him come back and you just think, see, it didn't work. The prayer didn't work. You believed the lie. God's word does not lie. And he says, all authority, all power has been given to us And in Luke 10, 19, it's very, very clear. We have the authority. We have the power. But that doesn't mean the enemy doesn't try to knock on that door again. But it's your job to live what? Disciplined. So submission, the key to submission is not in action only, but from a genuine love for God. Psalms 18, 26. With the pure, you will show yourself pure. And with the devious, you will show yourself shrewd. The natural man wants to satisfy flesh, his self, right? David took another man's wife, right? But he prayed, he prayed in Psalm 5110, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. I love that prayer. You see, David is one that loved God, but also got caught up and entangled in many, many different things that he should not have. But yet he knew how to, he knew how to get himself back into the heart of God and he said create in me a clean heart oh god and renew renew a steadfast spirit you can have a cre- you can ask god to create in you a clean heart but if you still feel the shame and you still feel the oppression it's because you need your spirit to be renewed, a steadfast spirit. It's not just unforgiveness, and it's not just forgiveness. It's just not a clean heart, but you, you need God to actually renew, give you new strength. How many of you guys feel like, I need new strength? Yes, Lord, not just the forgiveness and the cleansing, but renew, Lord, a steadfast spirit. That means your spirit that the enemy wanted to, to really just quench, like the, like the Holy Spirit can be quenched, but so can your spirit. And you know the difference because we've all experienced that when our spirit is so down. You know, why are you downcast? Like our soul or our spirit being down, right? Why are you downcast? Put your trust in God, right? And so renewing, asking him to renew your spirit, a steadfast spirit. In other words, having that strength to keep on going on even when the circumstances don't change, because the circumstances are really, really bad. And some of you, I know your story, and there are some things that are going on that are horrible, I know, but God will always have the last word. Remember, He is the righteous judge. Remember that He will not be mocked and He will not be fooled, even if it looks like things are not going the way they need to be going, and if it looks like all chaos and, you know, is all just being released against you, God will not be mocked. He will not. But you keep your heart before the Lord with all diligence, with all diligence. You know, left to ourself, we go to sin. From iniquity we came, and don't believe the lie that says that we are not born in sin. There are those that will tell you you're not born in sin. Don't believe that lie. Uh, Psalm 51.5, behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. You know how important it is for you to know the word of God? It is important for you to know the word of God in the day and in the age that we live in. My goodness, even in the church, it is important for you to know the word of God because mixture is running rampant. It is all over the place where they compromise the word of the Lord because they just want you to feel good. Be honest with you. They just want you to come back and they want your money. You know me, I'll tell you like it is. That is the bottom line. They just want your money. They want you to come back. They don't want to hurt your feelings. They don't want to offend you because they just want your money. They do water it down. They totally water it down. Well, that makes me mad because it's not, a, it's not okay at all. Because one day we are going to stand before the king. You can't take anybody with you. And if that was your motive, and you allowed people to be misled because greed was the factor in your heart, what are you going to say to the king? What are you going to say to the Lord? And it may not be that, it may be something totally different, but you know what? We can not live in a way and think we're going to justify ourselves later on. Because at that point there won't be any justification. So we need to get our lives right now and live purely before the Lord, we want our lives. To be everything he called us to be. Everything that you do, you do for the Lord. Think about it that way. You're a carrier. You're a carrier of his glory. You're a vessel fit for honor. His honor, but then yours too. Because wherever you honor, you also receive honor. He will honor you. Some of you are being honored a lot right now. There was a season you were not honored at all where you should have been, and now God is honoring you. There's a restoration process that happens. Nothing escapes the Lord. He sees it all. It's good. Say, it's good. I'm grateful. So when we sin in any capacity, we contaminate the vessel that was designed to carry his glory. And you all know there are plenty, plenty places and plenty people. I'm not going to name them, but I'll tell you right now. You know, the more that I hear about them and like names that you would know, um, churches that you would know, big churches that you would know. And it's so grieving to me because the contamination that's happened to the vessel. Remember, we are vessels. This is a vessel. You are a vessel. But if you allow the vessel to become contaminated, that's what's happened to so many people. You you that were designed to carry his glory, you can't carry the glory in the way that he wanted you to carry it. You don't want the glory to depart from you. God's glory is increasing for those that walk uprightly, for those that hunger and thirst and crave who he is. Do you crave who he is? Do you desire more of him? Is it none of you and all of him? It has to be none of you, not less of you, none of you and all of him. And in this church, we believe in pursuing the fullness of who he is. Not because of a program. Not because of likes and followers. I don't care about that. I've told you that so many times. I want my life to count for him. And I believe in stopping for the one. Not the mass crowd. That's fine. But the one. What about the one that God places right in front of you? And each one of you are the one that I'm ministering to right now, right now. And that's the same for you. If you're a carrier of his spirit, a vessel of honor then God is going to release you to go in and out and about. And you have to remember, the one that he has put right in front of you is the one that you are to minister to 100% with everything that God has poured into you. With everything that he has poured into you, will you pour it out? Will you give it back out? Will you spend yourself for him? Because that's what it's about. We come here, we get filled up in the power and the fire and the glory and the healing and the on and on, and it's great, and we love it, deliverance and getting set free. But will you go forth and then pour it out? Will you be the hands and feet of Jesus everywhere you go? But you have to, it starts with understanding that you're a carrier of his presence. You're a carrier of his glorious ark of his covenant. Now on the inside of you, world couldn't contain it but you could. How do we allow our vessels to be pure and to carry the weight of glory that we were designed to carry? Number one, we seek the Lord while he may be found. We call upon him while he is near. Isaiah 54 and 6. For those who have moved far away from him, this is your invitation back. For those who have erected a boundary, a wall, you can come this far, Jesus, but that's about it. You have, you have erected a boundary between you and the living expression, the living word of God. We need to repent, and we need to ask him to give us a clean heart. So number one, seek the Lord while he may be found. Number two, focus on Christ alone, the hope of glory. And in Philippians 4, 8, 9, it says, finally, brethren. Whatever things are true, this is what we're thinking about. Whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there is any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The problem that some people have is quite simple, but again, it goes to the discipline word. They don't allow their meditation to be on what it should be. Their meditation is on what the circumstances are dictating. But when you meditate on what the word tells us to meditate in Philippians 4, 8, and 9, okay, we walk in the abundance. Because the Bible says that when you do all of these things, it says, then the peace of God will be with you. And let me tell you, the peace of God, we're to guard that peace. Guard the peace, the peace of God. Be a Christian that understands when you are walking in peace, you're walking in Jesus And when you're not walking in peace, you have allowed the enemy to defile your temple. It's that simple. And you all know when you're walking in fear or agitation or strife or disbelief or whatever it might be. But at that moment, you have allowed the enemy to defile your temple. And I believe that we have the ability to walk fully in the purity of our Lord. But we have to be focused on the fact that we are to think about what is good. We're to think about the spirit of the living God. We're to think about the helper, the one that comes and walks alongside us, the Holy Spirit. We're to think about this thing. We're to to know that we're intertwined with him at all times. And then you will have what he says you're going to have. And then, of course, what you think about is what you speak. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks in Matthew 12, 34. That's number two. Number three Read his word and daily, read his word and daily pray. James 4, 8, draw near to God. He will draw near to you. You know, 2 Timothy 3, 14 through 17, scripture serves many purposes in our lives. Reproof, correction, instruction in righteousness. But at the end, the man of God is thoroughly equipped for every good work. That's what the word of God will do for you. He's the word of God is equipping you for every good work, every good work. And it says by the Holy Spirit. So don't be ill equipped because you're not reading it. When you're not reading and you're not understanding and you're not adding to your understanding, you're being ill equipped. But God says, I want you to be thoroughly equipped, not just equipped. Say, thoroughly equipped. I'm thoroughly equipped. Because I'm going to be a Berean and one that's going to study the word. Yes, amen. And the last point is, guard your heart. It directs how you live. And this whole thing has been on the heart, really. It really has been. But guard your heart. It directs how you live. Proverbs 4, 23 and 24. To guard with all diligence, for out of it flow the issues of life. Guard your heart with all diligence. I love that scripture because it puts the power and the ability back on me. I can't expect God to do something that he's told me to do. Guard your heart. You're a vessel that's fit for the king to carry his power, his glory, right? Everywhere you go. And it's not just for you, but it's so that you can shine the light of Christ to this generation. And we need... Christians that really understand how to walk in Christ, not just know how to go to church and shout and sing and dance. That's great. We love it. But we need Christians that really understand who they are, their identity in Christ, and walk out with this mindset so that you can give it out, especially in the day and in the hour that we live in.